Stock market update, everyone. And what's going on with this indecisive market? So let's have a look. And I'll tell you exactly what's going on. It still remains expensive with the exception of energy and uh, Berkshire Hathaway, basically, and some of the banks. Now, I did look at a special situation with Berkshire. The problem was that it's replicating uh, a pattern that it had about a year or so ago, a couple of years ago, where it may well rise a little bit, but then fall off a cliff. So it's just too risky for me at the moment, despite it being relatively cheap. Everything else, it's in red. That means the share price relative to profitability is excessively high, giving the markets a good excuse to get the hell out. Remember, when I go through these stocks, which I'm going to in the coming slides, uh, I will be looking at... All of these other factors, not just the price charts, valuation, growth, income, dividend yields, because we know they all relate to prospective price moves. Cash return on capital invested, which is used by Goldman Sachs Wealth Management, momentum, Sortino, the average returns versus the volatility or risk of missing it, uh, outperformance of the market, a bunch of other factors as well. So I want you to know that, that all of those things will be considered uh, when I do this. Now, where are we in terms of performance? Well, thanks to a couple of good days, virtually everything shot up. Now, I could give you some blah, blah, TV talking head kind of explanation as to why that happened. Quite frankly, it's unclear. I'll tell you and show you in the chart some of the momentum indicators, which suggested, as I said on Friday, that we might get a little bit of a move up, but it's still in a downward channel. So do not be fooled into this uh, recent upward move. Price earnings growth ratios, anything in green is cheap. Well, what have you got? You've pretty much got next to nothing. Uh, you've got Berkshire up there, PayPal, American Express, uh, Bank of America. Not really a lot of stuff going on, which looks uh, cheap. How have the markets done so far this year? The NASDAQ is now at 38% up. It peaked at 44%. So some of my students on the Great Investments Program, as I've mentioned before, if they were NASDAQ heavy, have managed to generate 100% return on their pensions. And of course, they're being cautious. Uh, they probably could have done more if they weren't cautious, but it's good to be cautious with your pension. S&P 500 peaked at about 19 20% up. It's now at 13 and a half. Uh, so again, the students who were sort of a bit older in their 50s and 60s um, were more broadly diversified in the S&P. They've generated about 26-30% on that. The year isn't over yet, of course, and could go either way. Well, speaking of either way, let's just have a look at that. How do things look? Okay, well, this is exactly how they look. What we have is... As I mentioned on Friday, and I have previously to that, we've got this downward channel, and I said we might get a bounce off the back of that. We did exactly that, and that bounce comes because of this move. Now, that may well continue and get us up to about here, uh, but do not be fooled. We are very much in a downward channel. We've seen this before there, and that should fall. As things stand, we are in a, as I said, downward move. So we shouldn't be falsely optimistic okay uh sadly on that that's where we are and that's the weekly stochastic and it's likely to rise uh overall as long as that blue dotted line the macd the monthly uh momentum indicator stays above its own moving average that tends to be tends to be but not guaranteed on a pattern recognition basis tends to be uh okay but if it falls the blue dots fall below the yellow then it's usually like this. And again, pattern recognition tells us that you're likely then to get steeper falls. It's happened in the past. 
could happen again. Uh, it's not guaranteed, so I'm going to wait and see. I'm not buying anything at the moment. Uh, I've said for a long time now the FTSE is likely to do this, and I hold to that view. Okay, what about Apple? Uh, where are we on that? This is where we are on Apple, and again, likely to have a bit of a spurt up. You've seen it do it there before, uh, and you've seen it do it here, uh, but this is what worries me. If that drops, then I've really got to consider moving from a hold to potentially even a sell. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. So let's wait and see. Might not get there because this might just flatten out and move upwards. And then this kisses its uh, signal line, which often happens, often happens. Look, it happened there, happened here. So what you get is something which looks like it's going to fall and then boom, goes up. Looks like it's going to fall, then teases you and rises. That's what the market does. It teases you. It tries to get you off its back. That's its job. Uh, before, of course, it finally does collapse and eventually does fall and takes you all the way back like snakes and ladders. And it really is bloody like snakes and ladders, isn't it? We should create a stock market game called Snakes and Ladders of the Stock Market. Somebody's going to make a killing doing that idea. I've copyrighted it, right? Uh, now, here we are. That's where we are on that. So at the moment, I'm still waiting. I'm holding. Would I buy more Apple today? Well, if you put a gun to my head, I'd dollar cost average in. Let's call that the, uh, the Apple strategy, but rather I'd wait until Friday's update. Uh, and if I already own it, I'd hold. So I'm going to call that the Apple strategy, right? So that's where we are. If the analysts are correct, that's where we'd get to. Alphabet, I'd adopt the Apple strategy with that for the moment. Okay, I've explained what the Apple strategy was. That's what I'd adopt. Microsoft, Apple strategy as well. You can see that. You can see this. You can see what all the banks think over here. You can see seasonal performance there as well. So Apple strategy with that one as well. Amazon, similarly, Apple strategy, the monthly still okay. That's probably going to push it a bit lower. So it might go lower, but Apple strategy with that. And like I said, if you need to remind yourself what the Apple strategy was, and I just told you. Uh, then rewatch the video. Now, Disney has bounced off, but certainly not broken out from a downward trend. People say to me, oh, do you use lagging indicators? Well, no, I use fundamentals as well. I'm not looking to buy in at the moment. Um, and they say, oh, I can pick bottoms. Well, you might be right. You might be a great bottom picker. It might be that you could have a career as a bottom picker. But for me, I'd rather wait for it to burst out of that downward trend. Uh, so not something I'm looking to buy into. But I want to show you some of these as bellwether stocks, okay, because they give an idea of sentiment. Where are we? Overbought on that. I've explained with NVIDIA in the past what to do. If you are risk averse, then you'd obviously get out. If you're more risk loving, you might say, well, if it drops 10% from the highest it's been from its peak, then you will exit, say, 50% of the uh, position. So you'll determine by how much does it have to fall in order for you to determine how much to exit. And you'll create a little chart of that, fall versus exit. And you might say, well, if that's 10, I'll put 20 in there, and so on and so forth. And that's one way to do it. Okay, NVIDIA analysts think it could go up a lot more. Tesla, I'm going to say Apple strategy as well. It's one of our special situations that my students got into because I don't just give them the approved filtered list, but I also give them the special situations and they made a bit of a killing on that. Now, you're not going to get this every year. By the way, you're not going to get 40 to 100% returns every year. I know in 2021 we had it. In 2022, we didn't because the market was down. Um, and in this year, we've had it. But I don't want people to get complacent and think that I've got some kind of magic wand. I don't. It's just that we had great head um, tailwinds, and so our portfolio being positioned as it is meant 
it soared in those tailwinds. If it had headwinds, then it wouldn't have soared, but it would, should have been fairly resilient. Okay, but it certainly can't soar in all seasons. I've not yet managed to get 100% return when the market falls. I can tell you that, right? Just in case, you know, sometimes people attribute some kind of pundit guru status to you, and that's that's not right. So that's where we are with this, which looks awfully similar to all of this, which means it might well still have legs. So we'll do Apple strategy with this. Might still have legs, but be warned. That is the danger. We are uh, uh, riding... Uh, dangerously with that one but for the moment apple strategy still holding service now which as you know i like apple strategy okay it keeps it simple doesn't it when i can just tell you in broad terms apple strategy for the same reasons by the way as i already described with apple by the way tomorrow i might call it microsoft strategy but you get the point of what i was saying so where we are with cisco uh these are stocks which i hope you found interesting i can always take and add bellwether companies to this have a look at my campaign for a million as i've always said uh, thank you all very much for listening attentively. Do like, follow, share, subscribe, send me letters, whatever you wish. Thank you very much.